welcome to Should I Keep This, a podcast where I ask comedians to venture into their massive prop and costume collections to find an item that makes them say, should I keep this? I'm your host, Samantha Russell, a 20-year sketch comedy veteran and a prop and costume hoarder extraordinaire. My guest today is Jolie Darrow. She is a comedian, writer, and actor living in Los Angeles. She is currently the segment producer for a talk show on Amazon's Twitch channel, Crown, and was a writer and producer on the TikTok sketch show, Staple View. She also writes and does a podcast for The Hard Times. Welcome, Jolie. Hi, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Oh, thanks for being here. <laughs> so how long have you been in comedy and uh, why'd you do this to yourself? <laughs> oh, these are both great, great, great questions that <laughs> I stew over uh, more often than not. Luckily, less often recently, but it comes in waves. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been doing comedy since see i graduated in 2013 yeah 2013 winter of 2013 i graduated from college before everyone else did i was i was a semester early and um so i moved home before any of my like high school friends got there and i was like i don't know what i'm doing with my life i don't have any skills and I know I want to do comedy in some like vague capacity uh, and I lived with my parents near Philadelphia and I was like you know what why don't I take an improv class and so I decided to do that and then I was like oh this is cool but I don't like being put on the spot this much what if yeah. I started writing sketch comedy and then there I kind of found my my people and like my my thing and I just knew that like I wanted to perform in some capacity forever if I could eventually started doing stand-up uh when the the high of this of, of sketch comedy started wearing off it's like you gotta do harder <laughs> stuff <laughs> get in there yeah. yeah um and then yeah I moved to New York first to kind of pursue it and then the pandemic happened uh I felt like things were like really kind of picking up for me there I was doing a lot of stuff with hard times and a bunch of other kind of like cool projects uh and then pandemic happened the world turned on its head and then eventually wound up getting a job out here in Los Angeles and uh yeah uh, here I am <laughs> that's exciting though yeah. and you drove right you drove cross-country yes we drove me and my partner Andrew Coppola drove out here in uh his 2009 Hyundai Elantra Ooh, uh, cozy it, yeah it, <laughs> we literally we sold everything um and yeah drove across country it like barely made it it's uh i feel like we kind of like killed it. it it still works but like the air conditioning no longer works like <laughs> the brakes are kind of messed up like it's uh yeah it barely made it but we did and we're yeah. here and uh we got a dog and a little life and it's great that's good yeah. so since you moved what what is your current prop and costume situation okay so this is i was saying before we start recording that like so, so the prompt, should I keep this, uh, and like talking about crazy, you know, props uh, over the years, this was harder for me than it would have been at one time because having moved across the country, I wound up getting rid of so much junk. Yeah. Um, and we've actually moved a bunch of times. I feel like I'm not as bad about holding on to things as maybe I once was or like would be uh if I like owned a home yeah but I am uh one of the one of them tragic millennials that uh <laughs> is, is stuck renting forever so yeah. we 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 tend to move a lot we've moved a lot of houses a lot of um places and uh I basically made uh, I I got rid of all my props and I made Andrew get rid of all of his records and books. And oh, wow. I know I'm a bad, I'm a bad partner, uh, <laughs> but it's okay. I, I feel like it's almost the same level though. Right? right? I, <laughs> yeah. Of props and records. How, how yeah. much did you have before you moved? I, so, okay. So when I was living in Philly, before I moved to New York, 
I had like essentially an entire closet of props. Ooh, yeah. Like we our um our apartment in Philadelphia in the Italian market, we had like a, a really cool walk-in closet that was like a little bit of our clothes, but a lot of our fucking props. And this was at the time, so so a little a little Philadelphia comedy history. Um this is at the time when we were doing Barbara Bush, which was for, for people who are not familiar listening to the podcast, that is a sketch team I did with a bunch of amazing ladies in Philadelphia, Julia Hudson, Courtney Farrell, now Farrell, Ben Painter. Um uh, who else? No one. No, no, just kidding. So it's <laughs> yeah. Catherine Amrai, Nicole Zeitz. I feel like I have to not. I like started listing people, and then yeah, now and I have now to. Now you're like, forgetting keep people. Yeah. No, I don't forget. I was <laughs> Nelson. Uh oh, gosh. If I'm missing someone, I'm gonna feel so so bad. But anyway, <laughs> I love I love all of them. And Jackie Baker was our director, but we did a show called The Body Show, and um. It was an anthropomorphized human body. We played all of the body parts and it was a sketch show <laughs> and we traveled with it. It was so stupid. It was so dumb that we did. Our show was a thing that required massive, massive props. Uh, and the thing that I regret not having anymore, and it's not be, not for lack of trying, but uh, it, it, they eventually fell apart. But we had these giant pillow boobs um and I held on to those for way too long they were like a staple in my home like they're just these like uh I think I think Courtney made them um they're just these giant boobs with like little nipple and areolas <laughs> and like they were comfy but they like pilled and eventually kind of I had to I had to say goodbye oh um, no which is tragic so yeah I but but all that to say at the time, like I was storing a bunch of costumes from the body show and like we never knew when we were going to do it again. So I just had like this closet full of body show props and um, all sorts of other props. I was also doing a lot more stage stuff at the time. Yeah. Currently, I'm not doing as much like live sketch or, or stage stuff. So it's not quite as important. Um, but yeah, I do. I do miss having all of those fun relics around how much do you currently have right now not a lot we have so we have just kind of like a small bag that's got like mostly wigs in it um okay. actually you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna get out my prop bag <laughs> okay tell you exactly what's in it i already took out the, the special one hold on one sec <laughs> so prop bag <laughs> i have it okay it's so it's like a, almost like a carry-on size Yes, exactly. It's a it it was used for um like a lighting kit. Okay. Uh, so it, it fit like uh two two like nice lights and yeah, so it's mostly wigs. The only they're just, in- just thrown in there. You have but no just like, kind of wig. thrown in there. <laughs> yeah. And then um I've got some behind me as yeah. you see. I've got an eye like an old iPod. Oh, okay. That's a good um, one. A piss cup. <laughs> okay like a Uh, okay like a sample yeah Mm -hmm. and that's actually new that's a new addition because andrew had to had to get his pee checked and they gave him an extra one he was like we should keep this to be a prop and you know what i'm not even gonna ask should we have kept it i'm happy we kept this (laughs) you never know when you need a pee cup another old iphone um and yeah that's pretty much it a baseball uniform so like we've really slimmed down, but it's like you know like ten wigs or something. Um, a lot of them. The other fun thing about a lot of these wigs is the majority of them we inherited from Andrew's grandmother when she died. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, are they she, good quality? Yeah, some of them are nice. Okay. Yeah, she like was she didn't like that her hair was thinning, so she yeah. started wearing wigs, and so we have like a lot of. That's nice. Wicks, yeah. Yeah, because that's probably way better quality than a lot of like I have so many like Halloween wigs and they suck. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're I've got some I've got some of those and some like Amazon ones that I bought for other assorted things. I, I tend to keep the wigs. Like I think the wigs are an important 
thing staple to have. So yeah. I do a lot of like character stuff still to stay on like TikTok and whatnot. So yeah, and it's just such an easy. It's it doesn't take up a lot of room, but then it does right. a lot of heavy lifting. Like yes. once you put on a wig, then you're someone else, and that's it's very obvious. Precisely. Yeah. All right. So what did you bring today? Okay. So it's a wig, but okay. this wig is very special and i'm outing myself here okay because this wig does not belong to me oh this wig i'm going to describe it and then i'll explain whose wig it is okay it is a a a curly brown wig Uh uh-huh um and the I guess I thought there was gonna be more to it. That's I guess that's really it's just a curly brown wig. Like, I thought I was gonna like have more descriptors of it, but no, it's just like it's a like a couple old... inches long, you'd say, and it's really yeah. pretty scraggly. It's very scraggly. <laughs> and it looks like wig... uh yeah, it's been been through some stuff. So this wig is actually technically the property of Aubrey Williams. Oh. <laughs> and I don't think she knows I still have Oh it. my goodness, scandalous. But it I this wig is from the very first Barbara Bush show. Okay. Uh that took place let's see what year would that have been like 2015, Christmas 2015. Okay. Um so I've had Aubrey's wig for 7 years. <laughs> and I borrowed it for to do a sketch called Telegoy. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Courtney originated the character. I wrote it. Courtney originated the character. And um, it, I was going to get it back to her eventually. <laughs> and then I never did. <laughs> and so I'm like, should I? So, so I guess the question isn't necessarily like, should I have kept it? It's, should I have made more of an effort to not have kept it? Yeah. So this is a long, long time. And how many times did you do that sketch? Uh, several. So okay. We did, we did a bunch of times. Uh, we must have done. So it was, yeah. So it was called Telegoy. The premise was that it was a little boy named Jacob, a little Jewish boy, who was trying to uh, uh, sell his services to the parents of Christian children to okay. sort of be the bearer of bad news about uh like breaking the the news about Santa Claus. Oh, okay. <laughs> um and so like you you could hire him to like sort of do the hard work for you. Okay. Uh, and so it's like yeah, it's it's like a, a little Jewish boy wig. Yeah. <laughs> and like now that I say it, you're like, yeah, that is a oh, little yeah, Jewish. Oh, I, I see it. Wig. Yeah. How did this sketch go over to go over well? Yeah, it went over really well. It's one of those. It's it's funny. It it was really, it was really good. And then and Courtney was so funny as oh no, it wasn't Jacob. It was David. His name was David. Wow, wow. Yeah. So how <laughs> how soon we forget? <laughs> um. Yeah, it went really well. And then, but it was one of those things. You know, when you write a good sketch, and then you're like. I'm gonna keep doing the sketch. It's so yep. good. It 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 wound up just kind of becoming stale and like yeah. it's you know, we we obviously we did it like for Christmas time. I think we tried to do it a couple of times at like we're in Christmas time and it never really went over. It never hit the same as like that first yeah time. And I also think like look, I think Barbara Bush was good. I think we were a very good sketch team, a very funny sketch team, but like we definitely had um a mystique to a like we were we we're a new like all lady sketch team everyone wanted to like us it makes it a lot easier to be good and funny when people like want you to be uh so i think like regardless of whether or not that sketch was good or bad i think people were just like this is a brand new sketch team they're young they're new to comedy and they came out of the gate with like these pretty strong sketches so like i think it was easy to have good shows back then yeah but i mean don't sell yourself short because you guys were really good Thank you. I I, that's not, I think we were really good. I agree. <laughs> I think we were really good. But I but I think that first show, like, but then again, it's so funny because thinking back on it, I was actually thinking about this just yesterday because whenever I hear Sufjan Stevens' "Songs for Christmas," um, the the album, 
it makes me think of that sketch show because me and Courtney like picked the soundtrack that was like the soundtrack we used throughout the whole show and like it's so funny to think because now I am a producer in my professional life and it's so funny to think back to like you know seven years ago or whatever when I was, I was like 22 years old just starting out um and like how much detail and work we put into those shows yeah yeah and that is the other like not to not to like jump so far ahead of where this conversation is going or whatever but like something I realized having been in my very first writer's room um earlier this year like professional writer's room is the only difference between like doing amateur quote-unquote amateur comedy like comedy not for money Mm -hmm. and the people who are getting paid is literally just that is like I was just getting happened to be getting paid for it it did not change like the quality of my work or the amount of like effort I put in so like I I just was thinking back to those like you know staying up all night with Courtney Painter like us just like trying to get the song order just right yeah and like just all the little details just right and like that just like the amazing feeling that that brought us yeah and that's that's one of the joys I have doing sketch comedy like just kind of putting in like I I always put in too much effort like and there's always that part of me going no one really cares no one no one will notice that you put in these tiny little details but like you know you and then that yeah and it makes you it makes you enjoy the show so much more and just like yeah for sure and I I mean and I think that it like yeah maybe people won't notice the tiny little details the way you do but like also it's the tiny it's like the summation of the tiny little details that make uh shows great that make shows work and again it's like I think back on those times in Philly and like the stuff that we were all doing there before the pandemic and you know uh in the past and like just the the quality and the level of it all it was just like so amazing and again like everyone there was working just as hard as anyone that I met in New York or in Los Angeles and it's 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 hard to describe how special the scene there was it I'm sure it's going to be back in its fullest brightest again but I know that it's been a little bit like slow start since the pandemic yeah it hasn't because we don't now we don't really have like a permanent space right most of the theaters didn't quite make it out the other side so it's kind of a bit a bummer that there's no like permanent place you can go anymore so I I feel like yeah the bigger shows like being able to put in all that effort and know the tech's gonna work we have room for like changing and props and all of that it's with the uncertainty it's just you know I I feel like people aren't necessarily putting in their all but not in a not in a negative way it's just they just don't have the ability to do so yeah absolutely um but I I believe in it. I believe yeah. in that's like there's something so special about Philadelphia and like the comedy there that I think and uh you know who's there Aubrey Williams. Yeah, Aubrey Williams. <laughs> and she does not have her way. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, how, did you use this for anything else? You only no, use this for this guy. I've okay. never used and like I've maybe maybe I've like put it on for something like a. A just, bit like make dinner or something yeah yeah it's just all, yeah <laughs> on, i can put it on my dog she'll look cute in it um yeah. i don't think i've ever i've ever really used it again and like again i didn't like intentionally hold on to it but she never asked for it back so aubrey <laughs> if you're listening ask for your stuff back <laughs> uh did you did you though intentionally i mean like you were packing for new york and you pared down your props and stuff well yeah and this when you said hey this is aubrey's wig let me put it in my suitcase and bring it to new york yeah well and then once again from new york to philadelphia to la yeah yeah or Uh, la yeah because the the quandary was i well by the time it made it with me to new york it's Uh like okay well i gotta like either mail it to her or like find a time to go see her when I'm like in Philly and like 
<laughs> but it's like I can't just get rid of it you know no. I can't get rid of it because it's not mine okay one day okay. who knows maybe Aubrey will ask for her wig back <laughs> here's a, here is the question if Aubrey asked for her wig back tonight I'll give it to her I would send what? it to her right now okay <laughs> I would send it to her I feel like this is some sort of vampire those situation where you're like she won't get this but i'm not gonna just mail it to her she right. has to ask she has to ask it's a lesson <laughs> aubrey again if you're listening this entire podcast is for you aubrey if you're listening and you want your way back you have have to ask i'm teaching you i'm teaching everyone out there that you don't just get your things back you have to ask this is it is this is actually very important because a lot of times you loan things out and then you're like are they still using that i know no it's uh yeah i think that especially me i am I'm the type of person who, like, will borrow money and like just fucking forget that I owe someone. <laughs> I, like, it's 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 a it's a character flaw in me, but like, I think I also, uh, Julia, Julia, are you listening, Julia Hudson? I owe you like three hundred bucks from Montreal <laughs> again. Never asked for it, and she. I told her but to see, tell Julia Hudson. If you ask me. for it, she has to give it back. I There's have a rule. to give it back, <laughs> and I'll. You know what? That makes me think I should Venmo Julia. Just like uh, maybe that's my. Don't tell her about this episode, and maybe for like Christmas, I'll just like Venmo her three hundred bucks because I have money now. Like that's the thing. I used to be so fucking broke, and yeah. I'm still like a little broke because it's Los Angeles. But like, I actually. I, I have like Bezos bucks for at least a couple months. So, oh. uh, which is like the, a very new thing. So, like, I can pay Julia back yeah. finally after like five years. <laughs> but again, she never, she never asked for it. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you have anything else? You don't have <laughs> to specify how many or who it belongs to, but do you have anything else that does not belong to you in yeah. your bag? yeah for sure well not in my pop bag okay um i definitely have things that like <laughs> other other people i i have like someone's like mic like good like like handheld mic oh, that like no. i just like i i think i did try to get it back to this person but they just like never really pursued it <laughs> um and i get it here's the thing i get it from the other side because i'm the same if i give it to someone Sometimes you get like a little too far out from it and you're like, I'm just not going to ask. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Do you have anything that you loaned out or are you somebody who doesn't really loan out a lot because you know that you never give anything back? I, <laughs> um, I only loan out what I feel okay losing. And I feel okay. like that should be kind of a general, like, I think that's a good thing to live by. Like <laughs> you should only like don't lend out something that's precious to you because it's gonna get fucked up or ruined or like uh <laughs> you'll never get back and so like, it'll just move completely across country yeah it just lives on the <laughs> other side of, of the world um and so i think that for me that is a thing oh you know what i do have something that i still think about that i never got back i lent my um poker chips to someone in college i like oh, I, my poker set yeah and i never got that back oh and i think about it so akash if you're listening give my poker set back see i feel like i acquired a poker set and i don't know who it was from and i feel <laughs> bad mine? like it was like a prop in a show and then i'm like well, how did i end up with this who yeah. was this and like <laughs> i i don't know now that's just so in here true. yeah it's so funny <laughs> it's very good so you've held on to this mainly because you feel you cannot get rid of it because it's not yours. I can't get rid yours. of it. It's okay. not mine. Okay. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever use this again for any sort of yeah. anything? Yeah, I'm sure, right? Like, because at some point I'm going to play a little Jew. Uh, I am. I'm Jewish. <laughs> so I can say that. <laughs> uh, I'll probably play some sort of, like, Jewish character okay with big curly hair and i feel like like that's the other and that's again that's the thing with wigs you can you can bring them because you're like oh this could be someone something somewhere yeah um but like i'm not like 
I'm not going around writing things for this wig. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> This was uh this is a strange circumstance cuz I don't feel like anybody's brought something that wasn't their own. But I <laughs> I feel like you should not keep this and you should get this back to Aubrey. You think? I do think. I think maybe you should make some sort of video with the wig apologizing to Aubrey That's for taking really so long. Funny. Or I, I I wish you had almost or if you had done some sort of like flat Stanley situation where while you were driving oh. cross, cross country you wore this wig all over the place. That and would have been brilliant. Back, but it's a little late for that. I did that with my flat earth clock. So uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> when I, during the pandemic, me and John Pluster and Kyle Harris and my friend Anna McCaslin, who's from New York, all hosted a um, live stream show twice a week called War Milk Show. And we had a bit that we did with our audience where uh, I had just seen the flat earth documentary yeah <laughs> and in there have you seen it i haven't but i've heard it's, about it it's great it's really good and in the documentary there's like one of the like main people that they focus on is a he's a flat earther and he makes um these clocks like the uh, uh they're they're just like clocks like you'd have like a, an earth clock but instead of it being like what the earth actually looks like, it's like what the flat earth looks like. <laughs> and I had just watched it and I remember talking about it on stream. And so we did a bit where we asked the audience, like we, we got the audience to like raise money so I could buy a flat, flat earth clock. <laughs> and it was like the fastest I've ever raised money for anything. It's like, you could have donated this to like, you know cancer research you could have donated this to like a person in need instead you bought me a flat earth clock it was like 300 dollars. oh my something. god I know. you could have paid insane. back julia hudson i couldn't pay back julia hudson but i didn't because he didn't ask <laughs> uh so i uh but it, it wasn't two packs so i got one and anna got one but that was like right before i wound up moving across country and before the show ended so as I moved across the country, I like brought the clock with me and like took pictures of it. So kind of a similar situation, but I do love your idea about making a video. Yeah. Uh, or like, well, you can almost, or you can almost make like a, a like a hostage video that you're holding the wig. <laughs> all she has to do to get it back is to ask. All she has to do is pay <laughs> Julia three hundred dollars for <laughs> you. Take care of two problems. <laughs> Well, here's the thing with the Julia thing. I don't know how much I actually owe her. It was one of those situations where we were like, oh, like she was just putting everything on her card. Yeah. And then I was like, I'll get you. Like, give me the total and I'll get you back. And I think she was like, going, this is making me sound like a bad person. But like, I think Julia was going through like a little bit of a rough time. So she just kind of like never got it to me. So like, she never oh got God. me the estimate. We are then, unpeeling like, an onion of you being I, a bad person. I mean, maybe, but like, the, okay, but I speak, okay. You're stealing wigs. You're I taking see. advantage of people having hard times. But Julia is one of my dearest, dearest friends. And Aubrey is a lovely human being who lent me her wig and I will repay her one day. I know it. Like, I know that. I, and like, Aubrey's so funny and cool and I'm like I'll hook Aubrey up with something one day I just know it and so I'm a big fan I'm a big believer in like karmic retribution <laughs> like <laughs> I think in like a good way I, I think and not in like a witchy way just in the like you know people are if you like are nice to people and cool to people you'll you'll get it in kind yeah. hopefully <laughs> What what if you replaced it with a nicer version of that wig? <gasps> That's actually a great idea. Yeah. That's really that nice one is, it. it looks like it drove across country. It was already <laughs> kind of falling apart when <laughs> she gave it to me. Yeah. Like, it was already a little rough, but then, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm looking around for it. Uh, oh, here it is. Your dog's I just also, ripping it I apart. I debated, I, oh, yeah, I'm just like chewing on it yeah. i also debated like what my 
I'm I'm sure this is a common thing that people who come on the show uh uh like struggle with, but it's like what what should I there there's like some things I could have brought like some things from um like shoots and stuff. I tend I feel like I tend to keep things from like shoots more often than I do like the stage props because it doesn't yeah. matter what the stage props look like. Like it's a lot of times just kind of junk. Yeah. But, like I've got this amazing uh can I can I tell you what my runners up were? Yeah. Okay, cool. So my number one runner up was this toilet that's behind me. I see that toilet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a nice looking toilet. Thank you. It's like a, it's a foam core toilet and um my friend Ayaka made it um for Staple View, which was the TikTok sketch show I was on earlier this year. Um and Ayaka's incredible. She's like uh she worked in the art department of the rehearsal the the nathan for you or the nathan fielder show um and she's done a lot like she works a lot with like the absolutely guys um and she's like this amazing art director and i just like that i have the thing i kept from her is a foam core toilet yeah (laughs) (laughs) she's like a brilliant artist it looks really great it is really good and so that was one oh i'm finding like bobby pins in this wig as i talk (laughs) (laughs) um and then my second runner up and this was like more sentimental and less funny but and i know i should keep it which is why i i didn't bring it but i've got a a really sweet photo another barbara bush prop um it's a sweet photo from when me julia and shauna did um our three bears oh yeah short yeah, yeah. and uh which was amazing that we, we like had these custom bear costumes made and by randy puppets and um we like went out to the woods with jason taylor and josh jones and um tan and joe bell and uh it was a it was such a and erin dahoney erin dahoney was there um and helped a lot she's amazing but uh we I have a a photo that's like a family photo of, of like the bears. The three of yeah. the bears that was like used for set dressing and that's in my bedroom like hanging yeah. so it's really cute it's like the three uh, of that's us. art like, yeah it is art so like it wasn't that wouldn't have been fun to be like should I keep this but I did feel like Aubrey's wig I shouldn't have still you shouldn't keep it but <laughs> I I don't know maybe we send this out now and yeah. then we one we find out if Aubrey's listening yeah yeah we do find out about people today <laughs> but i feel like maybe aubrey right now like her ears are burning and she's like wait a minute where's that wig what happened and then that? she's I, that... gonna message you i wonder and like this is a good question for like your listeners to write in about um who who aren't aubrey and you can also take a guess but do you think she remembers i had it or do you think oh, she has know. no idea like do you is it something that she at some point was like, I lent that wig to Jolie. I wonder what happened to it. Cause like, it's never, I, people never assume that like, you just kept it. They're usually like, it probably got lost backstage or yeah, whatever, something but like, like that. Or and how many just forget? How many years ago was this? This was 2015. I 2015. Believe. So okay. this was, this was, it was Christmas time, 2015. I believe the show, like, this is my crazy brain but like i think our first barbara show was december 18th 2015 okay um i just feel like the quality of the wig seems like like if i loaned out a wig of that quality i don't think i would care if i got it back (laughs) (laughs) so it seems like i'm hoping this isn't something that she's like up all night about I don't think it would be, but, but also it also seemed like something like, "Oh, well, you need this. I have it. I hope I never see this again." Like I feel like yeah. I've had that with certain things where I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to give this to somebody, and I hope they don't bring it back. Don't bring it back to me." Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've had that too. What what sorts of things like uh, do, do anything like off the top of your head? There was this one is it's not because it's in bad quality, but it's massive. We have a which it might come up on the podcast in a few episodes but it's a like a a magician's box mm-hmm. where you like saw it in half mm-hmm. 
and we used it for a sketch where we put like a plant in it. So there was a, a, a plant, an actual plant in the audience that we mm. were like, hey, can somebody come up and volunteer? Oh, here's a plant. And we put the plant in there and we cut it in half. And then, but they're really large. Like it's almost big enough to fit like a 12 year old child in. They're huge pieces and they're <laughs> in our crawl space. And Paul Trigiani <laughs> was shooting a music video for um, Big Howl and was like, oh, do you still have those magician's boxes? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so we're like, I'm like, here. And we're like, he'll he'll deal with this. He'll store it. He's got storage. We'll never see these again. And then like two weeks later, he's like at my yeah. door, like, thank you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think <laughs> I might have gotten rid of it, but oh wait. I definitely <laughs> Now that I'm thinking Did you steal about something it, else? I think I stole something from you guys. Now <gasps> that I think about it, I think I stole. Give it back. What is it? <laughs> I think I stole um, astronaut costumes from you and Brian. Did you really? Yeah, but I don't have them. I definitely got rid of them. I'm like, I'm going in my thing. I <laughs> maybe I got. I maybe feel I like we have them. Do we I not? Think- Maybe not. I, Did that you was steal our astronaut costume? Those yeah. were like a thing that we would loan out, and then they would they we we'd loan them out once and like nice and folded, and then they came back all wrinkled. wrinkled. Like, oh yeah, because they're so wrinkled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, you might have had our astronaut costume. I think I think <laughs> I think those might not have made it through the move because they were also like kind of like mm. not like a little bit. That but the patches body. they were like high quality. Brian the had. Patches handcrafted yeah. all of those patches the nasa patches well because also we had apollo different 11 patches. we had different patches too because <laughs> they were used um as me and julia were playing methane and carbon dioxide because we were like farts in space okay those <laughs> the sketch um and so yeah wow i feel like i owe a lot of people a lot of things wow. <laughs> before we talk to that wow. and then there, what was the other thing oh and then a doctor costume from a doctor coat from lab coat from paul that i have had probably since like 2015 or 16 but i think he said he had like 30 of them so i, I feel like yeah secret pants worried. we i feel like we have a lot of lab coats i know yeah. we still have lab coats so <laughs> that's okay but it's you should okay. stop stealing props from i should people. stop stealing props <laughs> i should uh, i can't believe you got rid of our astronaut costume i think i did unless i gave them to julia there's a small chance that i gave them to right. julia to like store. i'll have to check because I honestly don't know, which is sad, that I should know whether or not we still have those. But I yeah. feel like we were just semi-recently discussing that, that we had blown them out and they never came back. I think they were, that was me. I think that was my bad. <laughs> <Okay>. Oh, no! <laughs> okay, At least I owe... have closure. Wow. I owe so many people so many. Okay, so I'm sending you astronaut costumes. <laughs> and I'm sending Aubrey her a wig. And I'm sending Julia $300. And, um... and Paula Labcoat. Paul doesn't need the lab coat, so I'll just send Paul like vitamins. I feel like Paul could use some vitamins. He could probably in use his some vitamins. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so yeah, I I think you should, I think you should try to get this back to Aubrey. Okay, but I mean, right. I guess you could wait a little bit, see if she asks. I want to see if she li- like organically listens to the podcast and then asks for demands it back demands it can you imagine aubrey this is so inside baseball it's like people don't know she's the nicest person in the whole world aubrey is a very very kind human and like would uh if if i told her like hey i stole your wig and i'm keeping it she'd go like that's great (laughs) she'd probably say that's great i'm so glad you found use for it because she's a lovely person but again, it's it's an okay wig. She can live without it. I think she can live without it. <laughs> so we can move now to the second part of the show called yeah. Should I Keep This? Yay. And I am going to give you one of my props and costumes. Amazing. So I have an angel costume. <laughs> So this is two pieces. They don't have to be judged together. They can be judged individually. It is a white dress. Um, it's kind of got, uh, it's sleeveless. 
with like a v-neck it's uh got white sequins all over it and it goes to about the knee and at the hem it has a bunch of feathers all the way around the bottom of this dress um and that was worn with uh this giant set of wings which are about like three and a half feet uh each wing i think by maybe two and a half feet and there's two wings so it's it's like a pretty big wingspan these are kind of nicely made like they're um feathers glued all onto a cardboard but i did purchase this i didn't make it but it does look very very nice very it looks nice yeah and it's got i feel like that is such a like a a a, an indicator to me of like whether or not i should keep something generally is like what what's the quality yeah can it be replaced easily and then and at what cost yeah at what cost yeah exactly because like so so for example and i'll I'll just say this and i'll let you get back to describing it but uh, like when i was cleaning out my prop closet i had so much like i had so many things like fucking like slinkies yeah and like little just little things that it's like i don't need if i find myself in a position where i need a slinky like i can get a slinky yeah we have a lot of stuff like that like we have just a, like a little chest of like plastic drawers over here and it's got like mardi gras beads and right. like like all this dumb shit like yep. little pl- plastic handcuffs and stuff like if i need this i can replace this for three dollars like yep. what am yep. i doing it's just taking up space and i may never use it again this is crap so i don't know um okay so on the on the top of the wings there's like uh elastic white elastic bands that go kind of over the shoulders mm. to uh, affix it to your body um and a sketch this actually was or not originally for a sketch this was for a halloween costume in either 2004 2005 (laughs) my halloween costume it was like right after i graduated college i have a it was a halloween party i threw at my parents house when i was still living there and um i i i think i found the dress at a consignment shop and i was like oh my god the feathers on the bottom are so nice i'm gonna go see if i can get wings and then i found like there was small wings and then these wings and i went no i'm gonna fucking go all out so i wore this to my halloween cost uh, a halloween party i have a picture of me here if i'm showing it to you but i am uh yeah like early early 20s but i look pretty good in this uh i also wore this to uh bryce remsburg had a party on um june 6th of 2006 (laughs) for so it was 666 and it was his heaven and hell party at his apartment and so i wore this there as well and and we've used it we've used the wings a bunch i don't know if i've used the dress since 2006 um i know we use the wings um fastball pitcher bob gutierrez for a valentine's day show dressed up as cupid but he was uh saying uh, i'm dressed up as a baby angel and he's in like a (laughs) diaper and these (laughs) these wings um and then uh, we also i think use them in goat rodeo we had a sketch where cupid kind of there was a couple in the park and then cupid went and tried to shoot an arrow at them and then a guy pulled out a gun and shot cupid um (laughs) and i think we use these um and then i that's a think about it and they are kind of massive and they are stored i have to store them in like an under the bed bin in um it's in our guest room we have so many props, but th- this is like the, yeah, the under the the bed storage bin that it's kind of the entirety of, or like the, the width of a bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been kind of sitting under there for a few years, not being used. So I don't know. What okay. do you think? Should I keep this? Okay. So the, here is my question. It's more of a recommendation. Okay. So, as you can see with my toilet, <laughs> I I believe that certain props 
make really amazing like decoration okay and so like I guess my question is what if you hung up the wings oh what what do you think about hanging up the wings on like a wall because like I'm looking at yeah because like I'm looking at your room and like the the office you're in and I'm seeing like some other props kind of around some like cool cardboard cutouts and um and so I feel like especially someone like you who has years and years of these props like what if you took things like the angel wings and like your nicer quality items because that's why like that to me is another indicator of whether or not I should keep a prop it's like can it be useful in my day-to-day life beyond yeah. on stage because yeah. it's like if, so that yeah so I guess Talk about that. I, I might be able to. I guess my only worry with that is that this looks like a real bad dust catcher, and um, like it would it would get very dusty very quickly, and I wouldn't know yes. how to clean it. But sure. I I might be able to figure. But better, but, but but what do you think? Like, because to me, better on your wall collecting dust where you can see it than yeah, away than tucked away, and that's kind of like why I when I pulled it out, I was just like, oh shit, this is really nice like They're i forgot really nice. i kind really of forgot beautiful. how nice it was but it's also been sitting for like s- seven years yeah. uh, completely unused and i think the dress has been sitting i the guess dress. since because since 2006 but now i'm like maybe i should wear that well the dress because the dress you can wear separately from the wings. yeah, yeah I that's can. the thing it's like i don't i think that Cause I saw that I was like, I would wear that out. Like I would. Yeah. And I feel like out. I'm a little bolder than I was when I bought it. Like, yeah. like, I think I wouldn't have worn it out just somewhere when I sure. bought it. And I, yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of nice. I think it's really cute. What, like, <laughs> what, uh, what would you wear it to just like a nice dinner? Or do you think you would wear it to like a, an event of some sort? I feel like an event would be nice, but I, I think I could pull it off at a nice dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. I, I could definitely see Like, that's the thing. I, when I saw that dress, I was like, oh, that's the thing I could see. It's Sam just like showing up to something in like, mm. and everyone would be like, oh, you look great. Okay. Um, and then the other thought I had too, like if you're because like I I like my space uh, again. I'm gonna go point back to this toilet behind <laughs> me, and you can see I've got like some mannequin heads, like with some like yeah. wigs on them. Um, and so I really like um, to show like especially in my office. It's like that's my creative space. That's yeah, there. and so like. What you could do, because I'm seeing like these cardboard cutouts behind you. Is that Matt? Is it supposed to be Matt Schmidt or is that supposed to be someone else? Who that's fastball pitcher Bob Goodyear. Oh, that's Bob Goodyear. It yeah. sounds like Matt Schmidt, right? <laughs> From this <laughs> angle, yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. So, like, if I were you, I would like put the angel wings behind him. Oh, and like sort of make him like a little angel fastball pitcher. Oh, yes. wow! And then it's bringing it back to when he did it for the bit. When he did this it for the bit, yeah. And oh, like, I and, like, and, and so that's the thing. It's like if I have something that's like cool from, uh, from anything, I'm just like, oh, this is like decoration. This is like a memory. This is like because that's the thing. I think ultimately, at the end of the day that's part like part of why we keep props around is because of course we're like we might need this again if yeah. we ever have you know a, a sketch about fastball pitcher Bob Gutierrez yeah. uh, but more than anything I feel like we keep that stuff around for the like the nostalgia nostalgia factor yeah. right because like when I look at my toilet yeah <laughs> I think of all of my staple view folks I think of Ayaka I think of Carl her husband who was like our line producer I think of um you know all the good times there when I look at like uh when I look at Aubrey's wig <laughs> I think of Aubrey and Shannon and like the Philly and that whole scene like uh so many things anything that I keep generally it's like oh this this is something i can look at and be like oh that i did a thing i yeah. did that thing and that's really cool yeah have you have you had any halloween 
costumes or anything that trickled their way into your props or vice versa? Um, you know, it's so funny. I was never a Halloween person. Okay. Until, like, I love Halloween. Yeah. I love the holiday, but I I never really loved dressing up for it. And I think part of it is because of being a comedian and being a sketch comedian. It's yeah. like, I dress up all the time. Like, especially yeah. when I was living in Philly. It's like, I'm dressing up like every week to do stuff. Like, I don't really need to dress up for Halloween. Yeah. Not that I was above it. I was just like, I'm not going to spend money. I'm not going to like go make do extra effort. I'm also not like a crafts person really. Yeah. Um. So like it, it didn't bring me like any joy to like make a costume that wasn't for a show. But um. But like moving to LA and also like not having a halloween for like a year or two because of the mm-hmm. pandemic like i think it like very much changed my perspective and this year i was super excited and, I, and i'm also not performing live sketch comedy anymore so yeah. it's not like as often that i get to dress up and and look silly um so this was kind of the first year i like really planned my outfit in a not even in advance i did it like the day before but to me that was and i was uh i was weird al this year oh nice yeah and that felt good. like a, a tribute to to paul paul yeah. Gianni, who's obsessed with weird al but um we went and saw him saw weird al in san diego a couple months ago and that was like really fun and cool and uh i've got the hair for it and yeah. all i needed to do was <laughs> put on a hawaiian shirt and uh usually more often it's like props become halloween costumes rather than vice versa because i'm not really going out and buying halloween costumes gotcha Mm -hmm. how about you uh mine is i it's a little bit i of both but sometimes a lot of most years i end up buying to a whole new costume And then I'm going, what am I doing? This year I like specified like to myself, mainly because of the podcast, like going, go into the room, find stuff that you can use. You got costumes at home, make it work. And I did, but it, it, uh, usually I just like come up with some like, oh, here's what I'm going to do. And then I end up buying all these other extra stuff and it ends (laughs) up in the, in my, uh, prop collection again and just adding to it but i i have had some things that have gone from halloween costumes into <laughs> props and then yeah this year props into halloween costumes so that was nice <laughs> i also i'm really i'm i'm really lucky out here in los angeles because i found like a, i found my community of weirdos who, yeah <laughs> um, I, that's I always do, good right it's uh I am part of a sketch collective, or, or I guess it's like a sketch comedy and music collective called Highland Park TV, and it's okay. really incredible. Um, it is a we we run it out of a studio called Non Plus Ultra, which isn't actually in Highland Park. In Highland Park, it's a misnomer, but um, it is every other week or so we get together for a sketch night and it's kind of like sketch up or shut up, but instead of it being like in front of a live audience, like uh, open mic like that, it is, they have these old um, three old public access cameras. And uh, so we get together and just like shoot stuff. And it's, it's amazing. It's truly amazing. It is like the coolest people I've met out here and like, just good, just like, good awesome people people who I could see you know in Philly with us like doing stuff and that is where I feel like I interact with my with most like weird props so like every every time we have a a sketch night it's everyone's on the slack going like does anyone have this thing does anyone have this thing and it's like it's very fun to, to see what what those folks have actually i should probably put you in touch with some of those people yes. for, for the podcast because they Please all have do. some weird ass oh yeah hook me up with the weirdest one okay that's gonna be hard they're all pretty weird but um no it's just it's the best people and like again i I feel very like even recently especially i've just been feeling so lucky to have that community out here and like i still get it's so nice that even though i'm not doing as much sketch comedy um 
because like you know having my time actually like filled by work in the entertainment like yeah. field it, it's amazing it's like my dreams are coming true but it's like you know a lot of it's work work and it's yeah. producing and it's like for other people and so it's really lovely to have a space full of weirdos where I can just kind of like get my sketch rocks off you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you just do it like perform for each other is that kind of uh we film it yeah so we prefer like it's kind of like performing for each other but it's um we make videos and then we release them on our youtube and oh, i'm actually am editing one right now that uh hopefully will go up in the next week or two that's awesome but, yeah it's it's so great and it's just like i i it it's so cool to have a space that we can all go to and you know we all like pay rent to it and um it's truly a collective my friend stoney once called it who he's a uh, who's the director of Stableview and he he helps run Highland Park TV. He called it his communist sketch project, which <laughs> I think I love. And That's it's nice. just sketch comedy is a it's such a special breed uh of people. And yeah. it's it's hard to do well. Yeah. But when you find the right people too. When you find the right people. Yeah. It's it's a magic. It's yeah. magical. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. All right. So how can people find you if people want to see your work and stuff? Just come to my door. Knock okay. on it. Don't, text me first so my dog doesn't bark. But, uh, <laughs> I remember actually really quick. One time I was on a podcast with Joe Moore, um, beloved sketch comedian yeah. uh, from Philly, Joe Moore. And uh, they were doing plugs at the end. And his plug was, I don't want to plug anything. I just, everyone should just go and eat a sandwich. <laughs> and that was his plug. And I was like, Joe, you're a maniac. I love you. That's but good, good advice. You know, I am a narcissist. Yeah, right. <laughs> As I say, I'm a, a narcissistic asshole. So I will give you my actual plugs. Um, no, my, uh, you can find me on, uh, I guess, the I'm most active on TikTok, um, okay. Jolie Darrow Comedy. And then um, Jolie Darrow on all the other socials. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm most active. I'm usually talking about stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, and yeah. I guess, oh, wait, I should, I guess I should plug my, the podcast. I oh, do. yeah. Um, my podcast is called Diceland. Uh, it is through the Hard Times Network uh and it is a D D podcast and if that turns you off that if you're like i'm not a nerd i don't like D. <laughs> i don't either I, it's not, oh. i'm not a D person either but um my friend liam senior produces the whole thing and he is like a, a a genius at it and um he it's very approachable it's D D is kind of in the background just sort of guiding the decision making but the the stories are so good and I do it with you know my three friends and it's it's about we play a um uh, how do I describe it we're like a, an all we're like a punk band in the 90s in a Ooh. land called Midwestia that's like the campaign <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, it's uh it's very it's way more like comedy and improv based than it is D&D so um, okay check it out it's got some really cool guest appearances by cool people and um yeah I think that's like the the main main thing that I'm doing to the public right now keep an eye out for my apology video to Aubrey yeah i think you owe aubrey an apology <laughs> and i think you should get her her wig back i think i should get her her wig back i don't and... even know where she lives anymore she's in new york is she? <laughs> really and i think i'm gonna wear this dress to work on yes tomorrow just just show up at work like that Do it. with the wings <laughs> maybe the problem with the wings is i can't sit sure i have to perch i can only like perch sure, sure, sure. everywhere or doing this <laughs> lean but yeah, I think I'm just gonna rock it. Maybe I should awesome. wear it with the wig. If yeah. we get the, if we get, I'll at once Aubrey gets it back. I'm gonna ask <laughs> to borrow it. Well, thanks for being on. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's so much fun. It's fun talking about the 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 old place. The yeah, my my home. I still think of Philly as my home. Like yeah. I I still 
when I think about like who my people are, you know, I've lived in LA, I'm coming up two years in LA and I lived in New York for a year or two years. So like I pretty much lived out of Philly as long as I lived in Philly at this point. Yeah. Um, but it's still Philly That's... sketch comedy is my home and uh, yeah. I love everyone there and I make every possible excuse to come back that I can. Oh, well, I'll come back soon again. I will. I'll try to. And that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to actually see the items that we're discussing, you can follow the show at Should I Keep This Pod on Instagram, where I post pictures from each episode. And if you dream of owning your own out-of-control prop collection, the best place to start is by taking classes at Crossroads Comedy. They have online and in-person classes in sketch, improv, and stand-up. So just head over to xroadscomedy.com to sign up. Thanks again for listening, and I'll have a new show for you in two weeks. See you then.